Lee. I don't know if I can match the energy of the opening music. <laughs> it's a sad day. I mean, we're uh, going into week 18 of the NFL season. It's almost over. Doesn't it feel like it just started? Think about this. We've relaunched LeVac and Gaz here on Fox Sports Radio in May. May, yes. May 2023. And so we, we're at, what, month seven of doing this. We've, we've encapsulated the entire NFL season. And it feels like it just started. I feel like just last week we we're like, all right, who do we like to win the, their divisions? Who do we like this? And then all now we're like, oh wait, who did win? Who is going to win? We only got we only got one weekend of games left. We got two days of games. We got two Saturday. Everything else is on Sunday. We're gonna be live at Rivers. I'm crying in a, in a bloody Mary or something probably, just because I, I I hate losing the regular season. So excited about the postseason. Don't get me wrong, but it just it it doesn't it. Does it feel it's it's the is it different for you? Because guys, your Buccaneers are still alive. You win and you're in. My Raiders are dead. Like they're out. The only thing I can do now as a Raider fan is root to beat my rival, the Denver Broncos, or get excited if I lose to my rivals. What is I've got music playing in here? It's somewhere. a sad song, Levac. Oh, I thought Sadness. it was coming from in here. I'm no. like, I'm freaking out. No, it's just sad song. Did I actually? Just write the word sad song into our machine here and <laughs> played whatever popped up as sad song. I did. It's an emotional time here for football fans. It is. For a lot of us, it's the last time you'll see your 2023 team take the field. Yeah. Raiders, man. That's it. And, and, and you're, it's a conundrum. I'm in a mental pretzel. What do I do? Do I root for the win just to ruin the Broncos? Do I root for the loss for the better draft pick? Giants fan, you know what's up. How you feeling? You know, Jets fan, how you really feel? Patriots fan, you lose. You're gonna be like the second pick. You win. Belichick goes out on a high note. Goss loses a bet, but it's still, it's still, you know. How do you feel? What do you do? I don't. I feel, I feel all kinds of ways. Of course, we got fantasy versus reality coming today. Got some picks for you. We got uh, play of the day. Got some picks for you. We made maybe a very gambling centric show happens. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, what is it? One eight hundred gambler. Yes. Please call that if you need help. Um, I don't know. I'm sad. I'm a sad. It's a sad day. It's a gray day. Got snow coming. We're going to get through it together. College football wraps up on Monday. Your college football teams are done. Your professional football teams. And this weekend, the hope, the joy, the excitement that late August and early September brings. We hit January and here we are. Now, look, LeVac, maybe the positive spin we put on this today on this Friday, our first Friday edition of 2024 and of January is that the hope the excitement lasted one week longer. You know, this whole thing used to end in week 17 and week 18 could play a factor for some teams. Maybe if we did the math and crunched the numbers, some teams would have been in a far worse spot last week, mathematically eliminated, having no opportunity to go to the postseason in week 18 for maybe a small percentage of fans leaves hope on the table. The excitement of week 18. That was positive. Tell, that was tell, good. Tell Hope to get off the table. I want to keep watching football. All right. Um, <laughs> I like the matchups. I like that they I like they went out of their way to do divisional stuff for everybody. I do, as much as I miss Thursday night football, which is weird. I know a lot of people complain about Thursday night football. I've, I've complained about the matchups in the past, but realistically, I don't care. It's NFL action. I'm in. Um, I I do like the Saturday and Sunday. I They could do them all Sunday, and I'd be all right. I, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as clean, but I'd be okay with it. 
So tomorrow night, don't forget, 4.30, you got the uh, you got the Steelers and the Ravens. 8.15, you got the Texans at the Colts. Some really fun matchups. The whole thing ends with the most important game, Bills at Dolphins. That's 8.20 on Sunday. And then we go to the playoffs. And that's it. And that's it. And if you're, like God said, if you're, if you're a Raiders fan, if you're a Broncos fan, Bears, you, this is your last, this is the last time you're, you, can rock your squad's colors while they're on the field being competitive, hopefully being competitive, until next year. Well, until later this year, actually, but until next season. So, I don't know. All right. I'm all right. I'm going to get over it. I'm going to push through it. How do we feel about the fans in this final week of the regular season that would root against their teams? Because there are going to be That's some people. Saying. It's, it's a mean? conundrum. Like, it's yeah, a pickle. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a pickle. I don't want to judge them, but I don't like it. I think, I think what you do, like, here, here's the thing. Most important to me is I like people who are honest, right? So, like, again, as a Raiders fan, if if they win, obviously they're going to have a worse draft pick. If they lose, they're going to have a better draft pick, but they lost to the Broncos the first time in, what, five, six years? Because the, the Raiders have been dominating the Broncos. I just want to put that up. I want to make sure everybody knows that. The Raiders have been dominating the Broncos, and I like it. I want to keep that up. So, but I like the people who tell the truth. I like the people who are like, because this is how I feel. I want to win. I want the Raiders to win this game. I want to beat the, I want to keep beating the Broncos. Jared Stidham, you had the nerve to go make more money somewhere else. How dare you? I want to, it's, I want, I want to take you apart. Like, that's what it is. But like, and I want to see, I want to see Antonio Pierce get a legit shot at this job. And I think if they go out there and they play really well, I think he gets it. Now, if they lose, the game didn't mean anything. I'm going to be upset for a minute or two because I hate when my Raiders lose, but then I'm going to start looking at draft picks and I'm going to feel better. So I think that's the, the, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like you hope for the best and that's a W you prepare for the worst and that's an L, but it comes with you hope just like I've always said about baseball. If you can't give me wins, you got to give me hope. Just because I want to have an exciting Monday show, I want to celebrate teams who are going to the postseason. We've got such a great weekend on the way. We're going to be talking about the national championship on Monday. Let me do this topic here, LeVac. Let me do this to the New York fans if you want. Okay. More disappointing season for the New York teams. Bills, Giants, or Jets? Well, Jets. I mean, again, the Bills, the Bills are only, the only way the Bills become disappointing is if they get boat raced by the Dolphins. Because right now, the Bills could still do what they set out to do, and that's win the AFC East. The Bills win the AFC East, you forget about that down period in the middle of the season where they they didn't look like themselves at all. The Bills are still alive, so they're definitely the – they're Bills and, – and let's not let's let's not pretend – like no fan is rational. Bills fan is the least rational of the group. <laughs> that's why I even – that's the reason I even dropped them in there. Yep. Right. I'm What I'm telling you is, like, if, if the Bills – the Bills Mafia is sitting there, and, and and the Bills somehow win their way into the postseason, win their way as the AFC East champ. They will pretend that that down period never even happened. We dominated from from beginning to end. We're we're like Levac in the C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. <laughs> like we are the best. We they're gonna lay a table on fire, and they're gonna and they're gonna you know propose on their way through it. Um, so it's not that's that's not even that's not even a thing. The Giants. I think that obviously you're disappointed with the season, but I think if you if you take a step back, right, and you go, what was this season really going to be? And then you see where the injuries happen and stuff. I, I think you can still 
it still feels like there's you there's a path that you've been walking. You're progressing. You've got some answers at offensive line now. You you got to believe anybody who's even a reasonably good quarterback, Brian Dable's going to turn him into a starter. You know, there's going to be you know uh, Wink Martindale there. He said flat out, "Look, you lose, uncomfortable conversations are coming." So there's going to be some changes, but I don't think you need a full overhaul. Jets fan, you thought you're going to win it all. Yeah. Achilles ruptures and you're done. The Jets is the answer. Because if we forecasted this, it's good to reflect on this. We, we've talked about reflecting and looking back and excitement and disappointment and how we all evaluate what's still to come in Week 18. If you were to sit back in August like LeVac and I did and you listening might have done it personally with your friends and family, if we told you Week 18 between the Bills and Dolphins was going to decide the division championship, that's believable. I think a lot, I, I believe you and I actually said that. Go back and listen if you could find the NFL preview show. I believe we both said that to close out the show. So that was easily to be forecasted. If we told you the New York Giants, by the time week 18 rolled around, we're going to be mathematically eliminated from the postseason, some people would have believed that. Not somebody who picked them to play in the Super Bowl on the second <laughs> time we did the show. Probably should have stuck with that Niner pick. Anyways, or Whatever. Okay. So, but you could have made a case. Hey, look, the Cowboys and the Eagles are good and ran through the divisions. Look, Giants fans, the schedule is too tough. You're going to be out of it by week 18. That's not hard to believe. The wildest one's the Jets. Hey, Jet fan. Okay. It's August 31st. Here's what's going to happen when LeVac and Gaz are on the show on the final week 18 show, January 5th, 2024. Here's how it's going to play out. Okay. You're going to be terrible. What? What did we do wrong? What happened, what happened to Aaron Rodgers? Oh, wait. You're not going to believe this. Zach Wilson is going to be so bad, he's going to be talked about as one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Ah! Delvin Cook is going to get cut because he hates being a Jet so much, he's willing to give up money to get out of there. Don't what? get me started on Delvin Cook, by the way. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's going to happen. And Aaron Rodgers is going to blow out his Achilles four plays into the season and all season long threaten Threaten that he's going to break Marvel history. I'm not talking like the Marvel superheroes. Modern medicine. And if it, that's not crazy, wait until you hear about what happened with him and Jimmy Kimmel. No! No! Wake me up, guys! This is a terrible dream! Don't tell me this is going to happen! The well, answer's the Jets. But, but here's, and here's why it's worse, right? So, the Giants. You, you you can smell the changes that are in the works, right? Like like Daniel Jones' contract, as much as people want to throw a hissy fit that he makes $41 million a year, it's a two-year contract with an easy out after that. Um, anybody who doesn't row the boat in the same direction as the front office and Brian Dable, who I think I think we all realize Brian Dable is a hell of a head coach, they could be replaced. They're gone. The Jets now have to sit here and watch this go down as – we're not going to make any changes because nothing's wrong. The only thing that went wrong was the dude ruptured his Achilles. We would have won it all if Aaron Rodgers was okay. Now, if you believe that, awesome. You know what? Put a pin in it. Uh, hit press pause. Whatever you want to do. You know, drink. I don't, whatever. You know, responsibly, and and prepare yourself for next season. If you're somebody like myself who goes, listen, I, I agree. 100% you're a better team with Aaron Rodgers out there. I think you're a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers out there. I think maybe, just maybe, you make a deep run with Aaron Rodgers. But I also saw what happened without him, and you are missing offensive line, and you are missing a real backup quarterback. And I do have a lot of questions about Nathaniel Hackett. So 
are you guaranteeing me that the 40-year-old with a recently repaired Achilles tendon who is trying to pick a street fight with Jimmy Kimmel, you're guaranteeing me he's going to play the majority of the season, he's going to be completely healthy for the postseason. Because if you tell me that, okay, fine, we're good. Let's roll forward. Let's press pause. But if you think there's any chance that while running out to start the 2024 season, his other Achilles pops, or he's, he goes into a darkness retreat and can't find the door handle, whatever it is, or Jimmy Kimmel beats him up, whatever, whatever, like, is there any reason that, that Aaron Rodgers doesn't finish the season? I'm not even saying miss the whole thing, doesn't finish it, doesn't take you in the postseason. Well, you better have a backup plan. Because Nathaniel Hackett is a very, very good offensive coordinator if Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. The guy who knew how to make it work in Jacksonville with no quarterback, sorry, Blake Bortles, they treated you like you weren't there. I, I He's been abducted by aliens. He doesn't exist anymore. This guy, the guy who's there now, he wants to watch Austin Powers movies and throw the offense into the hands of Aaron Rodgers and be about his day. When you said abducted by aliens, I thought, what's Rogers' take on aliens? Actually, I'm curious about what his thoughts are on that. Let me add a little bit more to you Jet fans here about disappointment. But reflecting, it's a time to reflect. Let's add that, oh, by the way, you know that whole Rogers injury <laughs> alien thing and all the stuff LeVac just talked about? If Green Bay wins, they're going to the postseason. Without Rogers, Yeah, that's, that's in play here, too. That the Green Bay Packers could be going to the postseason Without Aaron Rodgers. And that's and the Big. Justin Fields story, and that's important. That's fun. There's a lot of good storylines left. There's a lot of good, you know, as much as – and look how worked up we're getting. I love this. This is the NFL. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Um, man, what, like if you're – there's no – there's no – I'm, I'm right, though. There's no changes coming for the Jets, right? I mean, no. like like what what are you thinking? Maybe the maybe – the, um, what is it, the quality control – or the the whoever like there's gonna be like somebody under the top three guys is gonna get clipped and they're gonna pretend that was the reason. Let me pull up the Jets stuff. I'll tell I, you who's getting bombed. I would think nobody gets fired, changed. The only one, the only one I've had to put like a percentage on it of the highest percentage to get fired or be relieved would be Joe Douglas because he's made a lot of these roster moves and you could make the blame point the finger and say. Hey, you're the one who drafted the backup and the third stringer, and we kind of know what the roster is going to be in 2024 anyways. We're not making huge adjustments. Why do we need you? Because if this bombs again, let's get a head start on 2025. Joe Douglas would be my answer. But if I had to go to Rivers and place money, I would say probably no big OCDC GM, head coach, nothing like that. If Joe Douglas gets fired for the job that he did in 2023, he should sue the living hell out of Woody Johnson. <laughs> And Aaron Rodgers. Because it wasn't Woody Johnson. It was I mean it was well, it was Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson said you can have what you want. It was not Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas is the guy who found you, you know, the Wilson kids and Sauce Gardner and, and Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams and Quentin Williams is there now, who by the way is another Pro Bowl snub. But like the the reason Randall Cobb is on that roster, Tim Boyle was your backup, all of those things. Dalvin Cook. Who, Alan Lazard. <clears throat> yeah, and Alan Lazard got hurt, too. We don't know what he really would have been. But, like, this Aaron Rodgers built this team. That'd be like that'd be like the boss is coming in. Tommy Corporate over here. He's the program director for Fox Sports, uh, WOFX, and WGY. That'd be like the boss is coming in and going, hey, listen, blowing LeVac out. We're putting our cousins in here. 
It's gonna be it's gonna be the boss's cousin and guys and this that and the other thing. This is what we're doing. And if you want to keep your job, make it work. And then after this is done in two years, you can do whatever you want. And then and then the show not working. I'm coming and going. Guys, what did you do? Like that because that's because Douglas. Everybody's mad, Joe Douglas. You're out of your mind. That guy was told go get Aaron Rodgers, and he did everything he had to do to go get Aaron Rodgers. That's who. That's where he's at. That'd be like a company saying, "Hey, there's no sports on for the next six months. Why are your ratings going down? I don't understand anything that's going on over here." You know what? That's too real. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, exactly what you say, Levac. This is pressure from other people to make decisions. I don't think Joe Douglas will be fired, but if I had to pick somebody, if I was forced, gun to my head. I would take Joe Douglas of the mix. I think everybody's coming back. I do. I think uh, it's going to be um, defensive line coach Aaron White Cotton, assistant defensive line coach Shaq Wilson, and special teams assistant Michael Gobriel. You're out of here. You're why we didn't work. Get out. Yes, I did pick up the the coaching page and read off the three <laughs> random names. You you would special still- teams coordinator <laughs> Brent Boyer. Beat it. I know we don't have a thermometer, and our friends at Barstool, I know they're still going wild about Jersey Jerry's hole-in-one, but they like talking about the hot seat. Right now, if we had a thermometer, right now, the hotter seat is Robert Sala. However, in that Bills-Dolphin game, and because the scenarios of the playoff picture will play out before a kickoff, McDermott's can go up during the game. You know, like, McDermott would be more of a risk to lose his job on Sunday than Friday. That's an odd statement out loud, but I think you'd agree with me on that take, right? Like, yeah. because of what could be on the way, Salah, far worse of a performance for his team this year, but McDermott, over the next 48 to 72 hours, a thermometer would change for how hot his seat gets. Yeah, and and again, it's you, you're protected if you're one of Rogers' people. So there you go. It's You know those old State Farm commercials? They have the best insurance for this year because they're in Rogers' people. They discount double check their way right into staying around, even though they were not a great team. I you brought up Dalvin Cook. I, 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 I if you'll permit me, I'd like to rant coming up. Yeah, we'll talk about Dalvin Cook. I just like to really rant. It, I, it's a completely personal, angry rant. Just me being angry rant. I don't know if the rants can involve ring chasing, but if you are chasing after the ring and trying to find the right place for you, Lillian David Fine Jewelers is the place. It's the shops of Wilton guys. You've been listening to the show maybe long enough. You know, when we talk about Lillian David Fine Jewelers on a Friday, it brings back the memories for me that on a Friday after work, I stopped over to the shops of Wilton and bought my engagement ring for my wife. I was nervous. I was sweating. I walked in and had the famous line, do you sell engagement rings here? Yes, and a jewelry spot at the Shops of Wilton. They do, guys, sell engagement rings. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, a family-owned and operated business, will help you. Shout out to Alyssa. I love doing everything with Alyssa, whether it comes to anniversaries, celebrations, wedding bands, and more. I just got a text right before the show. One of my buddies was saying, what do you do for wedding bands? Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Do you not listen to the show? No, I'm not going to worry about him. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you guys. Again, 2024 is now here. Maybe you got the pressure in the holidays. Go in. Find the pe- perfect piece of jewelry that's going to fit her style, her fashion, and more. The great team there, G and Tammy and David, will help you find exactly what she's looking for. I know from experience, I want you to have that same type of bragging right for the future when you start getting those compliments from people about, wow, that ring is beautiful. It can happen at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. You stop in, tell her about my story. Goss's story from Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980. LeVac's about to rant on Dalvin Cook. Strap in. I can't wait. Here we go. This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. 
Good afternoon. Trouble in Warrensburg. It's going to be the northway southbound. All lanes are shut down between exits 23 and 22 because of a crash. Traffic is being diverted around the scene. Route 4 is slow southbound. Park Avenue down toward Route 146. That's right-lane construction. Not a bad way to start off the rush on Route 7 between the northway and Route 9. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Kristen North. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options, an easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. It's the Marketer's Report. Today, Capital One's Chief Brand Officer, Mark Mentry, weighs in on building loyalty with customers. Capital One has really worked to create amazing access moments for our customers, anywhere from when we have a live event, there be customer events ahead of that. We will do sound check parties so that only Capital One cardholders can get access to. And we can't pull that off without the relationship iHeart has with the artists, with venues to create these really exclusive events. Festivals that iHeart puts on gives Capital One the ability to, to create those moments. People are passionate about their favorite artists, and so we try to tap into that together. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives marketers access to all, from national to local. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeart Media is your access company. If you're a marketer, go to iHeartResults.com. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. As we approach week 18 of the NFL season, I, uh, I've i seen something that has harkened me back to another time. And that is, uh, you know, Jets fans, you, you know that you guys signed Dalvin Cook. Why? Because Rodgers wanted him. Um he has to be released. I, I like this move by the Jets. I think this is a, an adult, mature move by the Jets. I, I think it's, you know, when Dalvin Cook is ready to go, hey, look, I'll rewrite my deal. I'll forfeit some money. I just want a chance to go play for a contender. I'm 28 years old, which in running back years means I'm, I'm like two years away from the wall. My shoulder's garbage. People know about it. I just want a chance. So they go, okay, fine. They put him on waivers. He clears waivers. So in case you don't know how that works, Dalvin Cook's becomes Dalvin Cook becomes available. The worst record to the best record in that order get a chance to claim him off waivers. No one claims him. He is now signed with the Baltimore Ravens. So he will play for the Ravens. He's on their practice squad right now. There's a chance that as we get into the postseason, he might play for the Ravens. Like he might actually go out there and, and who knows, contribute. And at first I was just like, I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. Good for him. He gets a chance. And then I thought back and I went, you know what? Bleep you, Ravens. Oh, yeah. Bleep. I said it. Bleepity bleep, bleep, bleep. Because I remember when probably the last time the Raiders were really good and they were going in the postseason or they were, it was towards the end of the regular season. And it was obvious like one of their weaknesses was the secondary. And 
and you know me, I'm terrible with years, but it had to be what, 2000 to 2003, right in that range there? Probably 2000. I think it was actually 2000. And Deion Sanders, who at that point was not too far retired, he was doing the, he was, you know, he was on the, he was on the call. He was a studio guy. He's like, y'all come out of retirement if the Raiders want me. And the Raiders were like, yoinks, come on, let's go. Well, because of how everything worked, he had to go through waivers. Do you know why he didn't play for the Raiders? Did the Ravens claim him? The Ravens claimed him. They had nothing to play for at that point, and they claimed him. And that way, they had him. So the following year, there's Dion making plays for the Ravens, never plays for the Raiders. I'm not a Deion Sanders guy, but I think he would have been a game changer for the Raiders in that run. He would have been, you know, this this they would have been back at it. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, they would have beat Gruden. And if I even add to that, Levesque, I believe Dion wore 37 for the Ravens. I believe you're correct. Because he was 37 years old and wanted to tell everybody, here's how old I am when you're getting locked up by me on the outside. Yes. Yes. So now I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the Raiders. And I'm thinking to myself, and I know he wants to go play for a contender. It's a total jerk move. But you, you don't have, you have going into the next season, uh, you got, what, Zamir White, Amir Abdullah. You, Josh Jacobs is a, is a franchise tag guy, and he hasn't played much this year. His numbers aren't great. You're not going to franchise tag him again, most likely. He's either going to have to work some kind of a recent reasonable contract with you, or he might leave. Wouldn't it be nice to little little Zeus, little Zamir White, and Dalvin Cook? Wouldn't that be nice? And a little, hey, we don't forget. We, nobody is running this that was running it before, but we remember. You can't have him because we we just don't want you to. I so badly wanted Dalvin Cook. I remember when he was at Florida State, I watched him play in person, and if you remember that draft, Tampa was desperate for a running back. And Dalvin Cook with the Florida connection to Tallahassee to Tampa, there he was in the second round. And our guy Rick Stroud, who is a legend when it comes to covering the Buccaneers, tweeted out, this is a done deal. Tampa is taking Dalvin Cook. Now, the problem is he tweeted that out after the pick happened when Minnesota <laughs> traded up. He said this was done. The agent was on the phone. Everybody, We all knew he was going to Tampa, and I was thrilled. And Minnesota traded up one pick ahead of him. <laughs> Giant fan might remember it years ago when Doug Martin in that situation. The where, muscle hamster. Where they were going to have Doug Martin, and then David Wilson ended up having to be the pick. Uh, Devonta Smith. Remember, that was going to be a giant wide receiver. And the Eagles of all teams traded with the Cowboys. To prevent the Giants from getting Smith out of Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winner, it happens all the time in the NFL draft. I wanted Dalvin Cook. This time, though, at this part of his career, deeper, you laid out the injury concerns and far more about teams not wanting to claim him and what he could have been for a team going forward. I don't feel like this is Leonard Fournette for the Buccaneers where he signed that one-year deal in 2020 and he got the nickname Playoff Lenny and became the only player in the history of the NFL, I believe, to score four rushing touchdowns in three playoff games. You feel like somebody else would have done that in that stretch, but Leonard Fournette stands alone with that stat. Crazy. Thurman Thomas, John Riggins, it's insane to think about that. But I don't think he can have that big of an impact. However, is he? does he have to be Leonard Fournette? Does oh, he have to be Marcus? Oh, God. It has nothing to do with what, it, what his impact is going to be. I just, you took something I wanted. I want to take something you want. That's all. I'm, I'm just being... A petulant child. I don't care. I, I think he. I think he. Um. I think he'll contribute. I do. I think he'll. 
I think he's going to because especially with the way that backfield is banged up, like just to have another guy to carry the water pail, I think is a big deal. Especially a guy who we know that the Ravens' run packages are in such a are set up in such a way that you are you are going to have a chance to succeed as a running back. I think he's, I think he's hungry. I think he's angry, and I think he will contribute. Will he be good next year? Will he be good for more than two, three games? I have no idea. I think this is – if he ended up with the Ravens or the Cowboys this offseason, those are the best two fits for him. I think he contributes. I think I think he makes a difference for them. I, I do off the top of my head. I don't know about next year. I don't know if he's worth anything next year. Again, not about that. I just don't want you to have something you wanted because I couldn't have what I wanted. <laughs> Fan. That's right. We want yeah. we want to always make our team better. By the way, I think I slipped up on that stat. Four games in the NFL. I said four rushing touchdowns. Terrell Davis, Larry Fitzgerald, Leonard Fournette. The only people in the history of the NFL to score in four playoff games in one postseason. Hmm. Dalvin Cook can't be that. He can't. Like I want him to be. It'd be awesome. I get what you're saying, LeVac. Like It feels like the Ravens have been spoiled because they got Dalvin Cook. And there was a time where Zay Flowers, you could argue, dropped to them in the draft. Odell Beckham decided to be... Sort of good at the end of the year. He did some Odell stuff early on where people thought he'd be far more of a contributor than he was. Roquan Smith, how badly did Belichick Whoa. want him? I know he was a All bear. Long. Like, there's a lot of different things. And look, he's, I mean, he's just an absolute difference maker for the Ravens. Just absolute. Awesome player. So the Ravens have gotten a lot of players that other teams would have wanted. So I don't know if that makes them uh, a contender or the villain. Like, let me ask that question. Because of what just happened here with Dalvin Cook, the way you view it as a Raider fan, and I think other fans of teams – Feel the same way as you. I wouldn't be my look. The Bills could feel the same way as you do today because he could have contributed with his brother James Cook in the backfield. How should fans view the Ravens? Are they villains? Oh, they, oh no, hundred percent. Oh, hundred. As somebody who grew up a Raiders fan, the closest thing to the Raiders right now is the Ravens, like the real Raiders, like like what Max Crosby is trying to turn the Raiders back into. Um, by the way, have you seen the Gardner Minshew? Max Crosby's angry. He just keeps calling everybody a little ass boy. Like it's just, he's just <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they they are they're the bad guys. They're the punch you in the mouth bad guys. Ever since that Terry Tony Saragusa, uh, Ray Lewis, that defense with you know, I mean, just insane animals out there, just uh, just violating your rights <laughs> as a free American. Like they're the bad guys. They're the they're the bully on the block. That's who they are, and they wear it well. And I. I would, if you're a running back and you're in Dalvin Cook's shoes where it's like, listen, I went to the Jets thinking I was going to get to play, didn't get to, I want to play, I want to play for, I want to play for a title. That I don't think you, you could ask for a better place to play. Especially the attitude, the, you talk about Florida State and when he was there, they actually had an attitude. I mean, the U, the old Miami where Ray Lewis and everybody played, that that's the perfect attitude for the Ravens, but. No, he landed, I think he landed where he belongs. And again, for him, as an adult, awesome. As a petulant child, a fan, this is bull poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I just, I think if I was a general manager, I would get fired. I would either be the greatest general manager alive, or I'd be fired instantly because I would do things to spite people. And if it didn't pay off, I'd be hosed. Like I would bring in Dalvin Cook to spite the Ravens to remind them not never to mess with me again. And they would go, bro, that was 20 years ago. What are you doing? And I'd be like, I don't forget. Don't mess with me. And it would either work, i get some good rushing out of Dalvin Cook, 
and they would never mess with me again, or Dalvin Cook would be would just cry and wouldn't come play for me because I'm not a contender, and then they would look really good anyway, and then I would get fired. It doesn't happen as much anymore in the modern-day college world because of the portal, but, man, there were some times in the world of college sports that happened. Yeah. I'm going to stick it to Bama because we're going to have a roster of 120 kids, and they're just going to sit on our bench so Bama doesn't get them. Or we're going to have an 85-person roster, and we're going to offer this kid to be a quarterback at Georgia as long as Mississippi State doesn't get him. Like, that's that's yeah. how kind of like college worked. Uh, I need to follow up, though, because you said you're not a general manager. However, in your other day-to-day job, you are a team president, and yeah. you work with not just one general manager. You've worked with two GMs in your career. You've worked with Tom Minos, You've worked with Damon Ware. Uh how do I phrase? David Ware is a is a more traditional general manager. Okay. He does a lot. You beat me to it. Yeah, all yeah, right. He well, it, it, the the roster is built top to bottom by him. Um, I stay out of the way, but at, in, in the role of team president, a hundred percent, I have I have screwed other teams because they have come for us. I, I don't think it's an apples and oranges. <laughs> there you go. Okay, okay, that's what I wanted because I don't think it's an apples and oranges comparison of how professional rosters are built. Because what you just said, even though you individually might not be able to pull that off, you you kind of could. Like, you could say, hey, we think Orlando's got a player that we want, but we think it's a better fit here so Orlando doesn't get better. Like, hmm, how do I phrase this another way? There are GMs in sports. Uh, David Sampson, who I know does a lot of stuff for a multiple works, says, when you run a team, you have to be cold-blooded. Like, it yeah. is still a business. I know you care about how people feel about it and their future – your job is to make the team better. And I get the Ravens don't care about anybody else about themselves. That's the selfishness of it. But you in a role as an executive for a professional sports team have probably at least maybe once or maybe you can or can't share it of. It might not be Albany, but other teams and other leagues did what just happened here. If you look at rosters, okay, without me saying names, look at rosters that do relate around people who have been general managers in this area. They're doing that in arena football. They are they are signing every great player they can get their hands on for as long as they can keep them. And then when they have to make their cuts during camp, they'll they'll do it. But by then a lot of the rosters are made. They there are I will say that there are people out there who I have seen, not just local GMs, but in, in the world of arena football. So your your regular season roster is twenty four active then 21 game day. So 21 with three who don't dress for the game. 25 if you have an international player. So we can carry 25 this year in, for the Firebirds because Marco Roscoe's back, the kicker, Mr. Deuce himself. There are people who will make sure that those three who never dress are the kind of players everybody else wants, and they will do whatever it takes to keep them happy not playing. Even though they don't work for you, they'll do it. Now, going into camp, you can have 35 to 40. There are people who will make sure they sign everyone they can get their hands on, knowing full well that if they didn't, they would be a starter somewhere else right away, not even worrying about that player. That I will say, like, like, listen, I'm all about gamesmanship, but I can tell you that we don't do that. We don't we don't screw players. Like, we don't do that. It's not allowed. Like, if, if you don't have a legit shot at making this team, you're out. Don't have time for you. Don't want to ruin it for you because you can go make another team. The Firebirds are going to be the most talented team in arena football. Hands down, there's nobody. There's nobody who's looking at that roster, top to bottom, right now. There, when we went to the meetings for the AFL in November, they were crying about what we had already, <laughs> and it's literally like there's going to be there's going to. I, 
one of the reasons I don't want to be GM is Damian Warriors can make some tough cuts, some tough cuts. But there's other guys who will try to hold those other guys as long as possible to make sure you don't get them. Knowing full well they're not going to work for what they want, knowing full well that they're not going to make it on that team, they will hold them as long as they possibly can to hose everyone else. The AFL has that way in which teams work. We just talked about Dalvin Cook in the NFL. We talked about college football in the past. I'll just offer up one other example to you. You've got a personal example of what you've seen in, my, in your career. Uh, in my career in the Division Three football land, I remember a coach, I won't say the name of the college, that in a recruiting class they brought in seven running backs. <laughs> so they had a total of 10 running backs on a Division Three roster. Now, of course, Division Three non-scholarship, you can have 150 kids on the football team. You can play JV. You get benefits from having more students sign up for your school, and you can go to your administrators and be like, I just brought in 150 students. Like, I don't care if – and that was the great line. The parents said, well, how do you keep all 10 running backs happy? And the coach said, I don't have to. I have to keep two running backs happy. I don't care about the other eight. <laughs> it's true. Like, you know, that's kind of – there is a little bit of truth. I know that's spun around. We give a bunch of examples. Yeah. But there's a little truth to the Dalvin Cook one in that last example of Dalvin Cook doesn't have to be happy. You know why he's happy? He's on the team now. He's employed. He's getting paid. He right. has an opportunity to win. The Jets could have held on to him. Mm-hmm. The Jets could have said we're not doing anything. Somebody else could have claimed him. And I said, I, he would have been a pawn in my, in my angry game. And I admit that. I wouldn't, and obviously there's a reason I'm not in the NFL. All right, there's there's a 175 reasons why I'm not part of the NFL. But like that that is there. You almost you do you have to have like a gang war turf mentality sometimes when it comes to these, whether it be a college roster, whether it be uh, arena or out, or outdoor football. Because if you get if believe if the people believe you're soft, they're gonna hose you every chance they get. That's what they do. It's 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 a bunch of alphas who are fighting each other to have the most alpha team possible. And right now that's us. But if we started like, okay, we'll cut somebody so you can have them, or okay, we'll do this, or, oh, you you got over on us, we'll never, we'll, good for you, we, whatever. No, no, no. It's like it's like the scene at the end of Tommy Boy when he's like, you got over on me, kid. Savor the flavor because it's not going to happen again. Like, you know, like you you can be as, as upright and, and upstanding as you want. Sooner or later you may have to make a statement. My statement to the Ravens, even though it's 20 years later, I've been like, I'd like Dalvin Cook. <laughs> but, you know, that I also want them to know I'm crazy. But, you know, in my real day-to-day job as, as team president, I don't get to do that. But I, I've 100% done things that I, you know, people have called me afterwards and be like, that was because we did this, isn't it? Yep. Don't do it again. Deal. Done. And we're good. And then it's over. Um, but, yeah, Dalvin Cook to the Ravens makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. Just as a angry, angry person, I don't, I don't like it. I just don't, just don't like it. You like Elevation Ten Thousand? Love though. Elevation. You're 10, rocking 000. some Elevation Ten Thousand gear today. I, I, see. I was there this morning. We just hired so Joe Nair. He's our account executive. Uh, he is uh, tickets and sales services, and I had to go pick up his polo shirts to make. So he had uh, Firebirds gear to wear around. He was thrilled. It was, it was really cool because so Joe is. Um, he played for Utica. They just beat Hobart, by the way. I didn't need um, to be reminded of that. Um, he likes to remind me of that every time I tell him that I work with you. Um, but he's, so this is his first like big gig, you know what I mean? After college. And I go to elevation this morning, I pick up his polos, I walk in and I figured, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool, whatever. He's like, these are awesome. Went and changed right away. Like it was cause the gear is good because the people who make it are good. Like had many conversations about elevation, everything to do for us today. So elevation, 10 K.com elevation, 10,000, um, just marketing, whether it be website design, video design, graphics print shop it's all it's awesome like you and i are now sponsoring 
a member of Elevation 10,000 and their CrossFit team. Yes, we are. We are in the CrossFit world. Whoever would have thought Levesque and Goss would have somehow, way entered into the CrossFit world, supporting people, staying healthy, getting healthy in 2024. Shout out to that. Can we say who it is? Are we yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Christian over there. He's in the print shop. Um, so there's going to be Team Gazi Bears. Oh, we're official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, so it's gonna, and then it's going to say time for live action on the back, and they're going to go work out, and we're going to we, we sponsored them. We well, I did. I don't know if you're going to pay me back or not. I will at some point. Uh, elevation. 10, but that's, that's but you yeah. know the beauty is. So here's the deal: if they do a good job, and if we like the shirts, we're going to put them up for sale on our merch page. Hey, so you're able to buy Gazi Bear time for live action shirts. I love everything Elevation Ten Thousand does. I call it that woe factor you talked about that Utica bum or whatever he was talking about. Some about Hobart. I lost it, but he was excited about the polo, and that's so cool. <laughs> when you see the videos, Lebec, you and I have seen so many videos from that digital marketing side where whoa. You guys made that? You guys did this in-house? You guys did that for that business, that company? That's what Elevation 10,000 can do for you. Whether it's that apparel, digital marketing, expanding your social media, and more, work with Elevation 10,000 to find out how you can elevate your brand today. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, man, coming up, um, first history made for Shaq. It's been a while since he's done that. And when is a million dollars not enough? LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. iHeartRadio brings you New to View, streaming edition. Looking for something to watch? Listen up. Next week on Netflix, Tuesday, the stand-up special debut of Pete Davidson, Turbo Fonzarelli. Next Wednesday, the season two premiere of the Netflix sports docuseries Breakpoint, following the world's top tennis players, as well as the new Netflix reality competition series, The Trust, A Game of Greed. Next Thursday on Netflix, the debut of the drama series Boy Swallows Universe, the emotional drama series Champion, as well as the season three premiere of the kids' cartoon Sonic Prime. Next Friday, it's the Love is Blind Sweden debut, as well as the new Netflix original comedy film, Lift, starring Kevin Hart. Next Tuesday on Hulu, the premiere of the drama series, Safe Home. Next Tuesday over on Disney+, Plus, the debut of the new Marvel series, Echo. Next Thursday on Paramount+, Plus, the second season premiere of the drama, Sky Med. Next Friday on Hulu, the premiere of the comedy film, Self-Reliance, starring Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, and more. Next Friday over on Amazon Prime Video, the new action comedy movie, Role Play, starring Kaylee Cuoco and David Oyelowo. Next Wednesday on Apple TV+, Plus, the premiere of the new crime drama series, Criminal Record. Next Thursday on Peacock, the debut of the new comedy from Seth MacFarlane, Ted, a prequel series based on the character from the movie Ted. Next Friday on Peacock, season two of the reality competition, The Traders, and next Sunday on HBO, the much-anticipated fourth season premiere of True Detective, starring Jodie Foster. And that's new to view on iHeartRadio. Happy binging! Did you know that people born from 1945 to 1965 have the highest rates of hepatitis C, but most don't know they're infected? People can live for decades without symptoms, but over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage and even liver cancer. If you were born from 1945 to 1965, the CDC recommends that you get a blood test for hepatitis C. 
So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. I want to tell you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. Mohawk Honda 2024. Looking for your new vehicles, your new ride. Mohawk Honda is the place for you. Some construction going on. If you got to see the upgrades and all the great things going on in Mohawk Honda, do not worry. You stop it. It's the same selection of vehicles, even upgraded for 2024. And they want to buy your vehicle right now. Stop in. Get that cash and get the new upgrade for your vehicle in 2024. Shout out to the GM, Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harrington, my guy, Cam McKenna. How about shout out to Jake and MJ over there, killing it, winning national awards for how great that they've been doing in 2023. And that momentum will continue to roll into 2024. I know from experience, I got my pilot. Love it. Best vehicle I've ever had in my entire life. I want you to have that same bragging right in 2024. Have the best vehicle, the best car you've ever had. And it's in Mohawk Honda. Recommend it to your friends, your family, and more. Say these are people you can trust during the car buying experience. You'll know after that first time, you'll continue to go back for that second and that third vehicle. So many people stress about the idea of where I have to go. They have a checklist of all the dealerships and what day and what time and what month. Make it easy for yourself. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. History has been made by the big fella Shaquille O'Neal yet again. He is the first ever number retired by the Orlando Magic. They're going to raise the 32 up to the rafters. Really? The Magic have never retired a number for a player? 1989 to now, he's the first one. Wow. So Penny's got to be next, right? It's like him, then Penny. Uh, Here's why I'm surprised by that. I could have so this is a this is an interesting stat you'll find out here LeVac. So when I was a younger kid, obviously, believe it or not, I liked sports. I liked them. So when it would what? rain, when it would rain, my family got to go to Disney World. So we're like, okay, what happens if it rains though? Like especially at night or doing So my mom and dad would take me and my sister to Magic games. And it was awesome. Like somehow some way, the Magic must have done this on purpose to have the winter break that same time for people who might want to go see a Magic game. So I used to go to the arena, and it was the one of the first times I went to one of the first games was when they fired their coach, Brian Hill, and they f- booed every home player because the fans were so ticked, but they cheered Ronnie Cycli, Syracuse's own Ronnie Cycli. I'm surprised because the Magic is a franchise, being young, two NBA Finals appearances, you mentioned Penny, Shaq, Dwight Howard. Like, they've had a pretty good history of actually being successful. I feel like the number six might be retired. I could be. Oh tor- wait, oh wait, it does. It's not raised to the rafters yet, but. But I believe number six is. I think you're right, though. I think it's a the first a player. Six man type thing. Yeah, or? you know how like the twelfth bands for Seattle uh, and something else. But I guess when I think Orlando Magic, is Shaq the first name that pops in your mind? Are the, uh, I I think so. Me too. Yeah, I mean, again, like I, I was a I like Penny. I I've always when I was a kid, I was that kid who if everybody liked a guy, I didn't. So everybody liked Shaq, so I didn't. Like, it took me a little while to warm up to Jeter. I mean, that just tells you where I am. So everybody talk about Shaq. I like Penny. You know, but, yeah, Shaq, I mean, he is, he put them on the map. Because, what, 89 to 92, they barely existed. Even though they had, um, they had, they had what, they had, a, didn't they have a run during that time? Are you talking about Penny's years? No, because it, 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 89 to 92 is, is when they, they start. They started playing. Yeah, that's when they opened up, and I, I th- believe there's a great thirty for thirty about those over by 
the way, a Shen graduate, she is a director on that film. I think it's called This Magic Moment, where they went back-to-back lotteries. Yeah. So, yeah, Shaq and Penny, they had that. That was, yeah, so that was 92. A lot of people don't remember this, especially younger sports fans, that we see Michael Jordan's return as Space Jam. Oh, yeah, he came back, and then they won three more championships. No, no, no. The I'm back facts, and they got beat by the Magic when he returned. Right, and then they, yeah, then they went and back on their tear. But, no, man. Yeah, Shaq first, then Penny. Uh, was it? I, I for some reason I think of Glenn Rice a little bit. I don't know if that even makes sense. I don't think it does. No, Glenn Rice played for the Magic. Yeah, I know, I but so. like, like, it's not like nobody. As much as Glenn Rice did, that's not like he's not like a Magic legend. He played for the Magic. He was the Magic legend. So like, all right. So so who's got who's got a? If this is the beginning, if they start doing this like once a year now, so you go Shaq, Penny, McGrady, Tracy McGrady. Uh, I believe. Penny and McGrady both wore one, so that's going to be an issue. That'd be fun. Did <laughs> you just put Howard. two ones? I mean, the Raiders have done it. I mean, yeah. the Yankees have done it. They put two eights up. Uh, my mind is spinning right now. But Dwight Howard was an ugly divorce, so they got to... Dwight Howard can be like a Jerry Johnson thing. Well, if they're gonna... Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones, sorry. And finally, he got honored, by the way. Right. That was really nice stuff. But Troy emotional. Aikman, like said, he basically did that. Troy Aikman brought them back together. So, like, who's going to be the one that goes... Because Dwight Howard's like doing weird stuff right now too, right? Like it's, it's, it's odd. Depending yeah. on how deep you want to go into that wormhole, but let, let's not. Kind of want to, but I also think we shouldn't. Let's not act like Shaq's divorce from the Magic wasn't exactly uh, messy in its own. What two years into it? Three years into Shaq being drafted by the Magic, he'll admit it. Like he got an ego. He didn't like that Penny was being hyped. Right. He uh, more about marketing about L.A. and Shaq being a celebrity and everything else. He didn't want to be in Orlando. Like, I think Shaq will admit it. Like, he wanted to go to a big market and be a star. And that's why he went to the Lakers and Kobe and all that history. Same thing with Dwight, though. Like, Shaq got honored by the Magic now. Uh, You mentioned the Jimmy Johnson thing. Just to jump around a little bit, that's a wild story still. Like, I want to learn more and more about how a successful coach like him and Egos and everything else broke that up. However, this is why my mind's spinning right now. Because you mentioned the Magic and Shaq, okay? So, he got his number retired by the Magic. Yep. And he definitely got his number retired by the Lakers. Mm-hmm. There's a statue. And I'm I know how you feel about statues for people who are still alive. <laughs> that's, that's very creepy. Uh and then the La- uh the Lakers and then the Heat. The Heat retire everybody's number. I think Michael Jordan and Dan Marino's <laughs> numbers are retired for the Heat. Check we that. walked we walked by the arena and they retired our numbers. We didn't even have numbers. <laughs> it's rafters. just our phone numbers in the rafters. It's weird. <laughs> These guys walked by. Okay. It's like mine is sixty nine and Gaz just says nice next to it. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah. I swear if someone photoshops that by the end of the weekend, <laughs> Levac and Gus, 69 and nice in the American Airlines arena, I think it's still called. Probably named that for a cryptocurrency at this point. But, okay, so that's a professional athlete who's had his number retired by three professional sports organizations. Yep. That's incredibly impressive. Well, he won, he won titles with two of them, and he put one on the map. Because before he got to the Magic, they were kind of an anecdote. Like, there was, like, as a Knicks fan, if you lost to the Magic, you're like, really? And then Shaq out there, you're like, well, he's a circus freak. He's nothing special. Oh, my God. Okay, never mind. No, he's real. He's not just that dude from the movie Blue Chips. It's fine. At some point, LeBron will probably be the next one. Lakers, Heat, and Cavs. Football yeah. off the top of my head. I can't think of that. Oh, wait, where's LeBron going next to play with his son? That's that's that could also be So look at four? Yeah. Get four retired numbers. Wait a minute, he's still I mean, you a good lawyer probably get him back into college and make more money. LeBron? Yeah, he never played college ball. That would be hysterical. 
I don't think that's ever going to happen. But just like on top, great though. So USC retires his number. Football. I can't think of any other athlete who would have had his number retired for three different teams. Baseball. I would struggle to give you a baseball player off the top of my head who got his number retired for three different. Like Roger Clemens is the first so one to pop. If you in. were going to go football, I go. I can make an argument. Two teams for what? Charles Haley. Yeah. Uh, maybe Bill Romanowski because his second. Like, well, actually, Bill. Roman, he was on a very good San Fran team. Then the Broncos. He was he was the man. And then for the Raiders for a little while, he was the man. You can usually do two, like Peyton and Brady, Broncos and Colts, Pey- Patriots yeah. and Bucks. Yep. It's hard to find three off the top of my head. Uh, Roger Clemens, I would have said Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Yankees, but I believe his number is not retired for the Red Sox or Yankees or Blue Jays, even no. though he's a great player for all three of them. Well, uh, and then he'll never, nobody will ever do anything for him now because it's out that he's he's mean. Oh my god! What? All right, I just looked it up. What? The other NBA player. There's only one other player in the history of the NBA who has his number retired by. <laughs> God, you gotta be kidding! <laughs> this un- this is unbelievable. I have this like really genuine what? take I want to do about how great athletes are and how amazing of an accomplishment and this like a classic sports talk conversation. And of course, the biggest fake in phony dare you. in professional sports history pops up. Levac, go ahead and say who it is. Wilt Chamberlain. Unbelievable! <laughs> unbelievable. Of Wait, course, it's Wilt. Why wouldn't it be Wilt Chamberlain? So wait, what, what are the three, just because my brain is shutting down, because this is so funny to watch you get upset. Oh, my gosh. And I'm making you say it is even better. All right. <laughs> I believe I'm going to try to go off the top of my head here. One's That's Philly, one's the Sixers, one's the Lakers. <laughs> I believe it's the Clippers would be the other one. <laughs> oh, excuse me, the Warriors. The Warriors. Oh, so the Golden phenomenal. State Warriors. That makes me so happy that you had to do that. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Will Ch- of course, it, why wouldn't it be Will Chamberlain and all the fake stats that he has? One of the greatest. And he was also a Harlem Globetrotter, I believe. So, all right. So four. Yeah. Is this, is this number retired for the Globetrotters? Uh, Maybe. I mean, we should. We can make a call. I, I. I mean, I played for the Generals, not the Globetrotters, but I think they. I think they'll they'll answer if I call. Will Chamberlain, get play Shaq, you coward, huh? Go out there and play Shaq. Um, he's he's dead. You can't play anyone. Fine. It's worse than my dad jokes. What are you doing? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Got a little too aggressive there. I'm sorry. Sorry, Wilt. Not to mention, like, dude, you can't again, like Wilt was the most dominant center back then, and then and then this this Godzilla creature <laughs> comes out in Shaq. I mean, it's a different it's a whole different thing. Like like I said, you know, it's one of those deals where he is he Seeing him now versus seeing him when when the pictures come up from Orlando too, because Orlando he was, I mean that was when he was Shaq Diesel, that was when he was cut out of stone. <clears throat> but you know by the time he gets to like Miami where he likes to eat just as much as he likes to dunk, he's dunking donuts as much as basketballs. But now he's like you know big dude, it's he's still intimidatingly large. Like when you see him in the Adam Sandler movies throwing people around, it's hysterical. But like he's it, it's just a different human. The small Shaq, it still would be the biggest dude in the NBA right now. Not the tallest, but the biggest. And probably the most physically dominating. He is an amazing athlete. There's few people on planet Earth who walk around like Shaq. Good for him. Uh, I would struggle. Maybe we'll do this another day because we are packed on today's show of any New York. That would actually be a fun thing to figure out. I guess there's only two professional sports teams in most leagues, but a popular New York athlete who could make a case to have their number retired on three different teams and having 
a New York team interwoven is the term I'm going to use there amongst that greatness. Like Clemens is the one that popped up to me, but maybe there's somebody else I'm not even thinking of who could have been considered who has a New York background. I'm, I just got Wilt. You got to be kidding me. I just, I just got you did it on purpose. Just admit you wanted a Chamberlain take out of me. Here. Oh no, I just this has just been this is you know what it's my new pet, Lucky the Triceratops coming through already. Little Rex Keselowski got me a Triceratops, and I call him Lucky. And look, he's already working out for me. I did almost, I did, I did just almost get as angry as as you were about something else. I've been trying to help a friend put together a, a TV commercial for another company, and they keep it's football based, so they keep asking me. For stuff like, hey, do you have do you have jerseys? Do you have helmets? Do you have gear? Do you have whatever? I'm like, honestly, everything's being shipped. We don't have anything right now. Uh, like, I if you go to my office, it's empty. It's 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 Joe, Darius, and Dwayne all making calls for tickets. That's all that's going on in my office right now. I go to my 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 storage room. There's no footballs. There's no helmets. There's no nothing. It's all coming. Like we're ordering it all as as we speak. So I keep getting like, hey, can you give me this? Hey, can you give me that? So I came up with the idea. Hey, why don't you ask you Albany if you can borrow some stuff? So this individual called over to you Albany, and and it, of course you Albany apparently dropped my name. Oh, so our, a couple of our very good friends, Griff, who I love, he's my boy. He's taking care of him. He's like, hey, so I just got a text from Griff. Hey, just want to let you know, took care of your friends for the commercial you're doing. You owe me, kind of thing, like jokingly. It's not my commercial. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this commercial except for I got it's a football themed commercial. I got him football players and I helped him like get him in touch with people and give him football. I couldn't even give him a football because the only football I have left are like autographed Empire ones. <laughs> and it's like and he's telling people it's my commercial. <laughs> and Griff, again, one of the greatest guys on the planet. Griff at U Albany, one of my favorite people in the world. I want to fight him right now because he's talking about my commercial. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. It's funny. I go, it's not me. It's this person. He goes, well, that person's paying 10 times what I want paid. <laughs> Mac, I'm going to call it audible here yeah. because we're crunched up against. Can we talk about your friends over the Integrated Sleep Center? Speaking about commercials, oh. because you in the past had been on a commercial for the Integrated Sleep Center. I have, and I'll, I'm sure I'll be on more because I will do whatever they want forever. The heroes of my life, the Integrated Sleep Center and Boston Spa, Dr. Fred Dreer, such a difference in my life. I... You know, I keep, I saw like I was in there getting my tooth fixed after I, after I cracked bottom tooth, still got to get the top tooth fixed. It didn't get fixed right. Uh, they didn't have time because I had to get out of there, but like saved my life in my opinion, because if I had to walk around with a tooth missing, I would lose my mind. I went through that once while I was waiting for a crown, I would lose my mind. So they fixed that for me. But while I was there with Dr. Ear, he goes, let me see your, your mouthpiece, your sleep device. And I go, okay, so I break it out for him because I brought. It, I always bring it with me when I go there. I learned the hard way not to ever go there without it. And he goes, I think I think we can fix your tooth grinding issue with your mouthpiece. So he adjusts my mouthpiece while I'm there. So he fixes my tooth, and he adjusts my all while he's got a full office. And I hear everyone's like, Oh, I love you, Doctor Dreer. Whatever. Like he's not. No one's losing their time with Doc Dreer, the the sleep expert and the dental expert. No one's. Everybody's thrilled. He fixes my mouthpiece. Last night, greatest night's sleep I've had in probably two years. Whoa. It was so perfect. I don't know what it was. He, he added like a bump on top of it so that I can't grind my teeth. 
So I woke up for the first time in like at least two months with no jaw pain, nothing, no snoring. My daughter said she checked on me three times last night because I was I wasn't making any noises. Wow. Not even like like I, I always snore a little bit with the mouthpiece, not even at all, with a couple minor adjustments. So here's what I want you all to do. If you snore, if you think you might have sleep apnea, 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Call Dr. Dreer. And then once you get there and you're going everything. Over-communicate about your mouthpiece because he told me if he had known all along, he would have fixed it forever ago. He's like, it took a little, it took two minutes to fix it, Jeff. Don't do that again. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They are helping me sleep better. They will help you sleep better too. This report. WGY FMHD2 Albany. W240 EC Albany. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> Time for the top four, four, four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. I think we're going to be there the 30th of this month. Look at you knowing our programming calendar. 2024 LeVac. It's a big no, day for me. Ooh, big no day. Problem, couple, man. couple C4s moving pretty good. Feeling good. Slept great. Feeling good. Uh, hey, guys. What are the four biggest stories in the world of sports? Let's talk weekend local hoops here. Friday nights in January and February. Usually some Mac play. Siena. Fairfield. MVP Arena, Coach Carmen, his squad, looking to get win number three on the season. Tomorrow, the Great Danes, UAlbany, NJIT, road game against the Highlanders. I want to focus a little bit more on the Saints, though. No disrespect to the Great Danes because it's been an interesting day here, especially in Mac basketball. Saints looking for win number three. It'd be huge, especially as you and I have talked about entering conference play now against Fairfield. Former guest, as I call him, the Mac Daddy, Rich <laughs> Enzer, making national headlines today, LeVac. Have you seen this story? The NCAA and women's college basketball, this is kind of combining here, story four, have agreed to a new eight-year deal. And one of the big people in the deal is Rich Enzer, who is saying that the women's college basketball players, including all conferences, from the MAC to the Big Ten, hell, Division Two and Division Three got tossed out in the release, (laughs) that as much as this deal goes... College women athletes should be paid for TV rights. Our guy, Rich Edster, okay. is the guy behind it. Uh, Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, your guy from Michigan, is one of the proponents, right? That means you're on the side of something. Yes, yep, you're supporting uh, it. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Uh, of, of athletes getting contracts from TV. What do you make of this? That Now it's had a local connection here for the 5.8, a local executive administrator saying college athletes should get paid through TV rights. I like it, um, but it does make me a little nervous, right? Because... We all know that there are sporting events that are on television because they know they're going to draw on ratings and they want them and they're going to and they'll spend money on them and they'll make money on them. There are also sporting events that end up on TV because, well, we didn't really have anything else Tuesday night at nine o'clock. If those events, which have been great to get exposure for up and coming leagues, up and coming games, a lot of women's sports, are taken away because, well, we were willing to take them if we didn't have to spend money on them. But now that we have to spend money on them. We don't want him anymore. That'll bother me. Should I answer Greg Gattuso while he's calling me on the air? Yeah, go ahead and answer. Should I answer? Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute the mic and I'm gonna give my take. I'm gonna mute your mic. Uh, To Levac's point there about women and men and getting TV rights, I love it. It's be careful because technology in danger of where we think money could be may not be there three years from now, five years from now, eight years from now. I don't even like using the terms newspaper, television, and radio. I like saying visual audio and written because i don't know that's a machine 
Like, that's a machine. That's not actually what you're doing with that. So, nice that we got the Mac connection and somebody who's been around the 518 making some headlines nationally today. Let's move on to story number three here. We're talking NBA hoops. It's a Friday night. And don't forget, your home for the New York Knicks is right here. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. The Knicks taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Our coverage gets underway at 7. Tip-off set for 7.30. The Nets also in Brooklyn hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're not done with Knicks basketball because on Saturday, the Knicks head to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Wizards. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock. Tip LeVac, we get back-to-back Knicks basketball action right here on Fox Sports. I like the Sixer game tonight a little bit more than the Wizards game, and we covered this a little bit yesterday, but dive a little deeper into it. Those big guys play well for the Knicks tonight against that beating company. We're having a different conversation about where this team ranks in the Eastern Conference. I guess I guess that's my question for you because you you merely inherited being a Knicks fan. I was born to it. Um, like I I'm very excited about this new version of the Knicks because it shows you how important it is to have air quote role players. Like it's not everybody says that and they think it's an insult. Like your role could be score thirty points a game if your role is defense and threes and you actually live up to that, and then you're Julius Randle's allowed to go and do his thing, and Jalen Brunson can start dishing more assists because he knows there's a guy who's playing defense. Like, I feel like with this version of the team, they are a better team. They're, I, I see, I saw them as a fifth or sixth seed. I think I now see them as a three or four seed. If they beat the 76ers, is that, do you see it that way then? Yes, I do. Level of play. Like, this is the most basic, easy take that you can use in anything you want from youth sports to the highest level professional. Sometimes when you just watch a team, it takes about five minutes to be like, wow, that team got a lot better. Whether it's year to year, whether it's an athlete growing, or just the product that you're seeing. Like, I'm more of a college fan, but now I'm watching more NBA. I'm rooting for the Knicks now. I've hit this point in my life where my favorite NBA players are no longer in the league, basically. And every night when I watch the Knicks or listen to them right here on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980, I'm like, oh, that's a good play. Whoa. Nice. That's a good. And I compared it to the college game that at times has 18 and 17 year olds trying to make those same plays and they can't do it. They don't have that type of body control. They don't have that same type of accuracy from beyond the arc. Watching what the Knicks are able to do and comparing it to the late 2010s, it's a better product. And I'm very happy we have it now. The best product we've had for the Knicks, as Nick fans have seen over the last 20 years, might be this 2023 2000. I'm we're supporting them. So That's good right. job. Good job on your part, Tommy Corbett. Oh, thank you, LeVac. And all the great shout to Curtis Lumber, Mohawk Army, Navy, all the great sponsors that put the Knicks on the air here on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Also, one of the great teams to support is here in story number two. They're playing at MVP Arena tomorrow, and that is the Albany Firewolves. They take on the Thunderbirds from Halifax. Seven o'clock. The Firewolves are in first place, LeVac. It is wild to follow this franchise. And what I mean by that is, We've seen an expansion franchise go through its struggles and try to find its footing. Faced with difficult matchups and a difficult roster, and to see now where this team is in 2023-2024, post-holidays and doing so well, awesome to see another local team doing great. The Firewolves, man, slowly but surely talking themselves and working themselves into this local sports conversation with how good some of these efforts and performances have been by this team. It it is and again, remember when we first started talking about the Firewolves this season, it was the the one of those ones where everybody's going, "Hey, this is a young team, ton of talent, but it's young. We think we're going to shock some people. We're going to get better over the course of the year. Maybe we're a year away, kind of thing." Well, they're getting out. They came out of the gates hot. Now all of a sudden, I'm thinking they may have been right. 
this team may just continue to get better. And if that be the case, look out. I may have to share the trophy case over at MVP Arena. I'm already looking forward to our Wednesday conversation. Already assuming like the Firewolves have changed the way I view this franchise of, uh, you know what? I'm going to toss this out there. I'm going to speak this into existence. Okay. I hope Dougie, Dougie Jameson, the goalie, has another big game. I want I want him to be the guest on Wednesday. I want them to win, and I want him to come into the studio with the dog mask on, too. I want to speak <laughs> all of this into existence. I want the Firewolves to get a win, and I want you listening right now to go out and support him and check out this team in action. I, I, have, I second everything you just said. Well, let's move on to story number one here. It's the final week of the NFL's regular season. You're going to get all the action. <laughs> We got a doubleheader on the iHeart Media no. Networks. LeVac and I are at Rivers Casino 11 to 1. It starts on Saturday, by the way, with two games Steelers and Ravens, Texans and Colts. I have a feeling maybe one of these games is going to pop up in one of our next two segments, whether it's fantasy versus reality or play at my the notes. What the, stop it. One o'clock here on Fox Sports on Sunday. Our game of the week is Jaguars Titans with the playoff implications in that game as well. So look out for that on our sister station. Picks 106 is the season finale for the New York Giants as they host the Philadelphia Eagles. The Jets, you take on the Patriots. That has more of a draft implication for the 2024 spring than anything else. And the season wraps up with the Bills and Dolphins in prime time. LeVac, Bills, Dolphins, what a game. And Buffalo Bill fans going to have to wait all day long to see how this whole thing plays out before they're able to figure out their playoff scenario. I love this Week 18 schedule. And we touched on it on Tuesday, but one more time, worth repeating, balanced. From Saturday to Sunday night, we're going to get storylines and drama all weekend long. Yeah, I, I actually, if I'm a Jets fan, if I'm the Jets organization, though, I want to ruin Belichick's going away party. I know you're not convinced it's over for the old fart, but I think it is. I think if I'm the Jets, I want, I want to ruin it. I want to erase years of him dominating us in one game, in my opinion, and stomp him out on my way out the door. That's what I want. So, so Gang Green, good luck. I hope you get it done. You know what? If you do, I'll celebrate you with hookers and weed. Whoa! That's what I'll do. That's your top four of four. It, never, go, it always gets me off guard. I got me just, whoa, every time. Because you, you remember what a great lager it is. Hookers yes. and weed lager. It's a good beer, man. It's good sipping beer. Unique craft beer. A light lager. Anyone's going to enjoy hookers and weed. Of course, the amazing entrepreneurs, the beautiful ladies themselves. I know they won't mind me saying that because they're confident, they're strong, they're crime fighters for Pete's sake. J.J. Hookers and Willow B. Weeds. They were making beers and they went, you know what? Let's make music and beers together. And we'll have hookers and weed beer. And people will go into Shots Beverage and Latham Beverage and, and everywhere and go, I want hookers and weed. And they'll say, you got it. It's on that aisle. And then, and somebody who doesn't not cool like us will be like, what? Bottom line, you want a great, easy-drinking lager, you want hookers and weed, craft beer, ask for it today. Go to hookersandweed.com. Check out their music. Check out everything that's going on in the lives of J.J. Hookers and Willoughby Weed. Hookers and weed beer. Fantasy versus reality, guys. We both got some making up to do after next week. That's next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is. Hey, it's back, guys, for C4 Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy. I mean, listen, we have uh, we have become the the poster children of C4 Explosive Energy in the Capital Region. Our friend Lisa stopped by the Firebirds office, dropped off two C4. She said, "I need one of these to go to Levac. I need one of these to go to Gaz. Tell Levac he can't have both." Oh, thank you, Lisa. That was very sweet, Levac. 
presented me the C4 and we saw each other in studio I even gave today. you the orange slice. You did. And thank you to Lisa. Thank you to you. GT Toy Studio. Toys with a Z. First thing I see when I see LeVac is the C4. And we didn't even talk about this. For the first time in the history, I think, of LeVac and Gaz, maybe a second, I also showed up today with a C4 for LeVac. This is like the late <laughs> Christmas gifts. We're just walking around giving people C4s because we love them so much. That's the biggest compliment we can give C4, that we want other people to experience what we've had for the last few months, getting that extra boost of energy, making sure you feel good. So many people are trying different things in January, whether you're working out, trying to find that ways to get that workout in. Make C4 a part of it. Get that extra boost of energy you need and have a drink that tastes good. Tastes great. Oh, every single flavor I love. Thanks to C4. This morning, LeVac, I had a frozen bombsicle to start off my morning. Oh, I like that one. I like that. That's a good one, too. Um, that one, very good with the mixed drink. I'm just going to put that out there for you. If you, you know, do, do what you will with that information. C4, smart energy, ultimate energy, explosive energy. You can feel. Grab yourself some today over at Stewart's. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Story is stupid, stupid, stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods. Ah, yes, my friends. Fantasy versus reality brought to you by Hooters, 70 Wolf Road in Colony. My favorite question is, oh, hey, I'm going to Hooters. Which one? There's only one. There can be only one. Over on Wolf Road. Why Love do, it. Why do people ask us that so much? Like, it's one of the most common questions. Wolf Road. I, I don't know where else you want to go. We we appreciate the support of all the Hooters you want to go to. We yeah. love them all. But Yeah, if you want to go on a road trip, I'm more than happy. Like, you want to talk about fantasy versus reality. Fantasy trip, let's just hit the ones in the area. We know the guy who runs them. Let's just go on a, like a whole road trip and have a beer and wings at each one over the course of the day. You're driving, not it. Uh, <clears throat> I'm down for it. We Amazing have- beer special, Wings Day, Wednesday, all-you-can-eat wings. It's it's a great time. Oh, man. I told you the last few times we've gone to Hooters. I don't know what's going on, but the food is better than ever. Get your friends, your family, and more to spend some time under the orange roof. LeVac, for those who might have missed this last week, we had an interesting week because last Friday we were off for the holiday and we squeezed in fantasy versus reality before we signed off from our Rivers Casino show. So a late submission for the awards season uh, probably a bad idea for us because we combined to go one for five. Yeah, um, that's two weeks in a row of me losing. I'm not happy with that. I've I've had a stellar season, uh, so so for that to happen. But listen, no excuses. You know, we did it. We 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 stand by our product. You're you're a little more consistently sucky than I am, but you know, here we are. You know, and so uh, I went one and two. You went zero oh and three, which brings my season total for fantasy versus reality to thirty five and seventeen, which is garbage. Oh. It's garbage. It's like 65%. That's unbelievable. I was 73 most of the season. I think, what do I have to do? Like 3-0 the rest of the way out to get back up there? I think. That might not be realistic. That's insane. Anyways, 65%, whatever that number is. You are 23-22-7. The uh, the definition of mediocrity. You look it up, it's a gauze holding up his picks. Look what I did. There it is. I'm trying to do the math in my head. What if I had gotten those seven picks that were ties right? That's not how ties work. Okay. (laughs) You'd still be behind me, by the way. I would. Uh, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Do you – I won. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll leave it to you. I would like to go first this week. All right, week. then you go first. Just a friendly reminder, if you are in a fantasy football season-long league and you have your championship this week, you're dumb. 
Okay, fix it. Don't do that. Why did you do that? Why did you make it week 18? Tell your commissioner, tell everybody, do not do that anymore. Week 17 is the way to go. The NFL has bye weeks in week 14. This is the way to do it. This is for daily fantasy and also to see if guys can get back in this thing in some way, shape, or form. That's exactly right, because after this, it gets a lot harder. You could even argue this week's a little harder because of a lot of backups playing. But the theme this week is record setters in the future. How does 2024 look at how we view a player? And there's nobody that might be defined more by this final performance of the 2023 week than this player at the quarterback position, and that is Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields. What does it mean for the future of Fields, who now with Chicago with the number one pick, what do they do? Think about Fields' performances. Of the last seven weeks, he's gone over 24 points four times. Now, one of those seven weeks was a bye week, so that really doesn't count. So four of the last six weeks, 24-plus points a game. That's incredible. Justin Fields has been pretty good. Actually, really good Ready for the Bears. Really good for the Bears this season. He's tough in fantasy because of games he misses and how inconsistent he's been in his career. But this is an opportunity for Fields to say, I'm the quarterback for the future. If you want to bring in a new coach, you can. But Eberflus and I have overachieved rather than underachieved this season. You don't need that number one pick. Trade it to somebody else who wants it, like Washington or the Raiders or the Giants or the Patriots. And use me for leverage because as much as people trash the Bears, they made some really good decisions. That trade was really good. Bringing in more was really good. Fields shows off against Green Bay over on Justin Fields this week. 18.8 the number, according to Yahoo. I was sent the uh, meme uh, that uh, Justin Fields to the Raiders for, what, a third rounder and a sixth rounder. I think Corey Greenwood sent it to me. If, if, if we beat Denver, yes, I want that trade all day long. If we lose to Denver, I may want to take what's out there at that point. But that's why I, I look at Justin Fields as a potential franchise quarterback depending upon where he lands. So I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I like I like that one. Um, I've kind of referenced this, but it, we have made it to week 18 before I lost back-to-back weeks in fantasy versus reality. That means that I've had a, it did, I had a few losing weeks here and there, but I always followed them with a 3-0 and or a 2-1. I went 1-2, and 1-2. Going into week 18. So week 16, week 17, one and two, one and two. That pisses me off. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Well, I'm Matt, mad. It's a Friday. Yeah. You? But I'm mad. Okay. I'm mad. I'm fired up. So what I did, I did, so I did I'm going, I'm going different. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, my goal this week is to not overthink it. Sure. I've looked up player incentives, what the weather is, if the starting QB's astrological sign is in the right house. But aside from that, <laughs> I'm simply focused on who is the better team. And who wants it more? And that is why I will tell you that the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars, minus three and a half at Tennessee Titans, 41 and a half is the total. The Jags are the better team, and they want it more. I'll lay the three and a half. Give me the Jags. I think that you you saw what the Jags should do against a very bad Carolina team. But 26-0 is 26-0. That shows me that when you have your game plan right and you execute, you will beat the daylights out of people. Tennessee's got very little to worry about here. People are auditioning for their next jobs, basically. Jacksonville knows they need this game. Jacksonville will handle business. I'll lay the three and a half. Of all the people that are under the most pressure in that game, the answer is Doug Peterson. Like, if you said who's under the most pressure, because a few years ago, Jacksonville blew it in the final week of the season. If it wasn't for a historic comeback last season against the Chargers, Jacksonville would have blown it again. Jacksonville overall this season, you could say, is underachieved so far. And also that weird ending of the season a few years ago that ended his career in Philly for Doug Peterson. I know he's a Super Bowl champ, 
but let's wash away these doubters that might say, can you actually close out a regular season the right way? I like that number. I'd like it a lot more if it was three compared to three and a half. But uh, You never know. You can buy it. You can do what you want to do, but I'm, I'm going with the numbers that are there right now. I can't stand the running backs this week. I can't stand it. I wrote on my notes, I want Joe Mixon. He's hurt. I also want Josh Jacobs. He's also hurt. So I can't audible on Sunday, but I like those two plays far better. If you're wagering with us, you want to play fantasy, check on those numbers for Mixon and Jacobs if they're going on Sunday. So because those aren't the rules of fantasy versus reality, I have to pick somebody else. So if I want to go with the Justin Fields future, how does it impact? Oh, you already heard all that stuff. The answer here for running back, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants at 13.5, again, half point PPR for Yahoo. Okay, Saquon, we talked all about you yesterday on the show. Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app. What's the future? What if you go off 160, two touchdowns? All offseason, people are going to talk about how valuable you are. Look at that last game he played for the Giants. You stink. 30 yards, 10 carries. Bye. Saquon Barkley's future, how he's projected in the league in 2024. What did you do for me lately? What's the last thing you remember? I love doing the boxing and UFC analogy. How'd you perform in the last 10 to 15 seconds of the round to sway the judges' potential 10-9 score? Saquon, 13.5. But again, I'd put him third, depending on how Mixon and Jacobs look heading into Sunday. My second game. Have you ever heard an NFL coach say controlled rage before? I love that. And, and, and like, and kind of look at him and go, I don't believe you. I don't think it's very controlled right now. I think you're pure rage. Dan the man, Campbell, is quickly becoming one of my absolute favorite NFL coaches. The reason I like Antonio Pierce is he kind of is. Like, he's the West Coast version of Dan Campbell. He's he's the NWA version, rolling in a 6'4 Impala, saying what I want to say. <laughs> Like he's that like like if you think about it, Antonio Pierce is kind of like the modern day Madden because like nobody's looking at him going you're tearing things down you're lifting things up but what you're looking at him going that guy's a leader Dan Campbell's a leader Madden's favorite quote I've been saying I quote it all the time people say the Raiders played dirty okay what are you gonna do about it that is what Dan Campbell did Dan Campbell's like I'm I'm angry you took a game from me I should have won and I should have won on a great play that we practice all week long. That being said, and sticking with my theme, who's better, who wants it more, I'm worried about your safety, Minnesota. You are one of the nicest states in the world. You're one of the nicest groups of people. Minnesota nice is an actual saying. And Detroit is about to rock your city. This is going to be bad. Lions are going to win this thing. They're better. They want it more. I'll lay the three points. Lions minus three at Minnesota. Total is 45 and a half. Might dabble with the over. Oh, don't forget, by the way, Amon St. Ra is ticked off because he got left off the Pro Bowl. Okay? He's ticked up 112 receptions, 1,300 plus yards, all this stuff, and left off. They are angry. They're looking to take it out on somebody. Purple people eaters about to get eaten. Well, yeah, I have I have Lucky the Triceratops in here with me. My my new friend and mascot. It was given me by Rex Guzlowski. His name is Lucky, and he's gonna join me for all my picks from here on out. Lucky the Triceratops. It endorses this message. He wanted to make sure you had a Triceratops at work today. He told me that, and I was blown away. And there he sits, lucky the Triceratops. Uh, last one here. This is about to get thick. We're about to get into the woods here for fantasy football players, but these stats are too good for me not to talk about. Wide receiver, tight end position. Throwing some stats at you. If you've already won your championship, it's likely that Kyron Williams is on your roster. So he's probably sitting somewhere between first and second in most leagues of championship winning rosters for how good Williams was this year. But that's not the great stat. Christian McCaffrey, according to the four-letter network, this year, 
on championship qualifying teams, so if you played the title game last week, was on 59% of rosters. What does that mean? It's the highest number ever recorded in the history of fantasy football. Why does it? They don't even know how far it goes back. So Christian McCaffrey right now is pacing for fantasy football-wise to be up there with Ladinian Tomlinson's 06 season where he set the rushing touchdown record, Marshall Falk in 99 when he had the 1,000 rushing, 1,000 receiving. That's how good McCaffrey could be if the Niners go deep. I bring that all that up because it's been an historic season for offense and fantasy. So there's one guy left to finish off this historic season, and that's Williams' teammate, Puka Nakua. Puka has an opportunity to set the all-time single-season receiving yardage record. I believe it's sitting around, around 30, 28, 29, 30 yards. It's easy. They're going to go and get him the record this week. Now, take that record for what it is with a lot of offensive records in the NFL because expanded regular season, guys are going to have one more game to break a record. Fine. Who had Puka? This guy's an all-time great. He's in the conversation with all Randy Moss, Justin Jefferson, everybody. That's how good Puka's been Puka. this season. Let him light it up. If you had Puka, let get, Puka cook. You get one more opportunity to watch this guy do his thing. Sean McVay and company. Puka gets over his number this week. Look out for him. He gets it. Puka setting records this weekend. All right. I, I mean, anytime we can we can drop a little Puka on somebody, I'm all about it. All right, I'm going to give you this game first, and then I'm going to explain where I'm at. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the Carolina Panthers. Buccaneers are four-point favorites. The total is 37.5. I am far from sold on Gazi Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and especially their quarterback, Baker Mayfield. But if I am keeping with my theme for this week, there's only one way to pick this game. Sure, sure, Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper, he's thirsty because instead of hydrating, he chose to water the fans of Jacksonville. But who's hungry? That's Baker. That's the box. Who's better? That's the box. Buccaneers are the play here. Lay the four points. Buccaneers win this game, break almost everybody else's heart in the NFC because almost everybody else who still has a chance into the playoffs hasn't locked up their postseason yet, revolves around the Bucs losing. Bucs win, make the postseason, get eaten alive by Dallas or, or Philadelphia, but they win this week. They cover the four. They get it done. Buccaneers are my third and final pick. That makes me feel so much better. I'm going to be sweating from the end of the show until the whistle blows with the Buccaneers in that game. Come on, Tampa. Don't do this to me. Just blow them out. Please. Please. Come on, Tampa. Don't make me sweat on Sunday over that game. All right, I'm going to recap here. LeVac, here are my three fantasy football plays. Justin Fields, 18.8. Again, half point PPR. Try to go over here in week 18, the final regular season week. Justin Fields, 18.8 against Green Bay. Saquon Barkley, 13.5. In his final matchup, maybe his final game is a New York Giant. I didn't say his number. Ty. Puka Nakua, 16.2 in the Rams final game. Those are my plays again. Puka, Saquon, and Justin Fields. It's all about who's better, who wants it more. Jags, minus three and a half. They're better. They want it more than the Titans. Who's better, who wants it more. Lions, better than the Vikings. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Vikings. Lions, minus three. And then the Buccaneers, minus four. Baker will cook this weekend. Those are my three plays for fantasy versus reality. And I feel good because lucky the Triceratops, lucky Goslowski the Triceratops <laughs> is on my side. I'm going to win this thing. Uh, again, thanks to Hooters on Wolf Road. Great beer specials, wing specials. I could really go for some wings. I'm not, mm. I'm not mad. My buddy today hit me up. My buddy Zach, who's a um, uh, Fitzgerald Handyman Service, he's painting the office for the, for the Firebirds. He's like, 
geez, you want to sneak out, go have an executive lunch over at Hooters? I'm like, oh my God, yes, but I can't. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. It, it. it breaks my heart in many, many ways to say no, but I had to. So there it is. Uh, we would have hopped in my uh, my Silverado. We would have hopped in old ScarJo out there. I, I am, just in case anybody doesn't know, like my love of Chevrolet predates my love of Mohawk Chevrolet, but I probably only because I knew Chevrolet before I knew Mohawk. I've always been a Chevy guy. So when some of the people that I love and respect the most, Andy Gelcher, Jeff Harrington, Travis Horn, Katie Gattuso, Duncan, um, all those fabulous people. So they get, when they become Mohawk Chevrolet, and I can put my love of bow tie together with a bunch of people who do business the way I like business being done, it's been an absolute lifesaver. I can make Andy Gelcher miserable and then make him ecstatic all in one conversation. We're sitting there talking about how much I love my Black Widow Silverado. And the guys in the office are making fun of him. They're like, you let LeVac get over on you. The fact that you sold him that truck. That, that's a great truck. And I'm like, I am like, I love my Silverado Black Widow. He goes, listen, LeVac's doing what he's got to do. He's taking care of it. And then I proceed to, I realized, you know, it's Andy. I go, I wouldn't mind the bison, though. <laughs> and he he looked at me. And I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I, 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 the, it's a very nice truck. I, I love my Black Widow, but I, and the guy's like, what are you talking about? And so now this is, so I've lost Andy, right? He's mad at me because they, they scoured the earth to find this Black Widow that I could afford and that would, that fit all everything I was looking for. And here I am asking for another truck. And I go, well, I just, guys, all the aftermarket special things that Black Widow does, and they do a great job. Bison is factory. It's all bow tie, top to bottom. And you know me, I'm a bow tie guy. And then Andy goes, and he gets me back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just, I'm telling you right now, the least specials going on the tracks, the Equinox, the all-wheel drive, the four-wheel drive. This snow's coming this weekend. We got a we got a sales rep in the office named Chris. The second there's a flake of snow in the air, he goes home. Don't be Chris. I love him, but don't be Chris. <laughs> drive something you feel safe in. Drive something that you can get through some normal storms in. Love what you drive as much as I love what I drive. Go to Mohawk Chevrolet just off exit 12. Together, let's drive where they always go out of their way to please you. Play of the day. Brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. is coming up next. Hey, it's Goss here. You heard it earlier in the show. Earlier in this hour, the top four at four. Number four, the Albany Firewolves continuing to keep that undefeated record. Hopefully going this weekend. We know they can do it at MVP Arena. This weekend, 2024, you're looking to do something fun with your friends, your family, and more. Head over to MVP Arena. Root on the local squad. Go Firewolves. Go get that victory. 7 o'clock inside MVP Arena. For more information, check out social media as always. ALB Firewolves. Albany Firewolves online as well. If you're looking for the apparel, you're looking to engage, get to the game this weekend. If you missed it earlier this week, Ethan Walker joined us. One of the best players in college across over the last 10 years. He's a part of this Firewolves roster. I like to call him Ethan Walker, Texas Ranger. Ooh. It's country night, LeVac. I like yeah. that little thing. Go out yeah. there with a cowboy hat. We're going to boot, scoot, boogie all over whoever. Who are we beating this week? Who are we beating? I'm ready to beat everybody. They're undefeated. They're going to stay undefeated. Yeah. Support the Albany Firewolves this Saturday at NVP Arena. Albany Firewolves. Arr. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. That's my firewolf. My firebird is caca, caca. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Speak, speak about impressions. <laughs> I have a story to tell. I could be anywhere. Here. You never know where I'm going to swoop in from. Okay. By the way, this is my second Skittle C4 today, just so, just so we know. We have two people on staff here. Junior, who you may know. who Junior, by the way, is not going to be with us on site this what? week. I don't know if you knew that. He's going to be back in studio. Our final Rivers Casino and Resort show. Wait, so who, is, is Delia actually going to show up? 
Delia has worked out her new contract. The diva <laughs> that she is, she's now be she'll be showing up, or else maybe her mom will show up. Maybe we'll have like celebrities. I want that. Up. We need that to be one show where Ma, where Mama Delia shows up because I think she's I think she's a, a, a kindred spirit. I think we'd get along great with her. I do as well. But it's our final show for the regular season at the NFL Rivers Casino Resort. But I bring up. Are we she, doing playoffs there? Uh, we have to talk to them about our sales team. That's a, that's a sales question. <laughs> you don't have an answer yet? I mean, it's here. I would say no because it's hard to figure out the kickoff times because they haven't been posted yet. I would assume we are not going to be there because of the you don't have jagger you kickoff times. We get, a, we get a bad reason to not be at Rivers. I bring up Junior because of this. You just did a, a I'd say a phenomenal Fire Wolf impression. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of Fire Wolves, so I'll assume it's very Usually good. Usually it's like, because fire. Ryan McCarthy, our guy on Twitter. Yeah. We appreciate the love. Great job he's doing. Awesome stuff. I want you to keep track of this. Mark this down for Gaza's 2024 resolutions. Okay. Our guy Junior is very funny with impressions. <laughs> our guy Junior is very good at impressions. <laughs> Tristan from WGY busted out an impression today. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. It was so funny. I was in tears to the point that Howard, the president, came out of his office and said. Who was just doing that impression? And he came really? out and did it in front of the market president. And I could tell he was ready to burst and laugh out loud. He went right back into his office. He, so, I know I know he does the Jimmy G impression. Gagliardi. He, I think he does everybody. I think he does voices. So by the end of this year, I want some of those impressions to involve this show. That's all I'll say. Well, go get him. No, I'm fine with I, it. I can't. I can't. Well, do all right. Who do you do an impression of? Is it? Do I do it? A politician. Let's just say. I don't want to. Is he get, better at it than I am? It is a high-level impression of a politician. I just don't want to get Biden. Did he, did he, did he wee his pants? Is it Trump? Did his hair fall off? I don't. I, don't I gotta insult both sides, or else people will freak out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's working right now, but promise, I will promise you, before the end of the year, you're gonna hear some of these impressions. Okay. Levac is very good at his impressions as well. So there's a 2024 resolution. Also, I'm jamming a bunch of stuff here in the final segment. We have been so packed today. Did you see some of these finals in the NBA last night? Did yeah. you? First of all. Jokic in the Warrior Nugget game. Our, oh. story, our storyline going into that game yesterday was, hey, remember the Nuggets are the champions? Remember that whole thing? Yep. Like, they're the defending champs? I don't think it's crazy to say. It's one of the wildest buzzer beaters I've ever seen. Like, we all see buzzer beaters in college and high school in the pros. But the fact that he looks like a wreck volleyball player at a bar <laughs> beach game that's, like, on game five and he needs, like, a cold one over his head. He looks like, like when you're in high school and, and you don't realize your buddy's dad is super athletic and all of a sudden he puts a cigarette out, puts down his can of beer and just whoops you in one-on-one -on -one in the driveway. That's what it feels like. That's what that build looks like. Gooseneck, money, backboard. <laughs> like you're just yelling some taunt and uncle would yell. That went in. Like he hit it. There was a play in the Spurs-Bucks game last night, which was also a fantastic game. Shout out to the NBA. Like, the first Thursday in a while without the NFL, and the NBA owned it last night. Webb and Yana had a dunk last night where he's coming up the left side of the court. He goes behind the back and dunks it so hard the basketball disappeared. It had, I believe, 8 million views in 90 minutes. How the hell do you get 8 million views in 90 minutes? That's unbelievable. So the games last night in the NBA were so good, and I want to make sure we acknowledge those guys because the Webb and Yana versus Antetokounmpo battle – I saw the gifts and memes of giraffes battling. Could you imagine being a fan of basketball in the 1960s and the year is now 2024? Do you see those two on a basketball court? And then you see whatever Jokic and the Warriors were. We are in the spot of aliens. Like if that's what basketball has gone to 70 years, 65 years 
Hoosiers is science fiction now. I can't imagine what basketball is going to look like 50 years from now. If that's what we're getting right now. Did you see um did you see the halftime show and stuff when was Shaq said he was Wemby before Wemby was Wemby? And the guys go, why? Because you're both black? Like, they were just <laughs> knocking him so bad. But, like, I get his his comparison. Like, there was there was nothing physically like Shaq when Shaq showed up. He was If Shaq wanted to dunk, it was going to happen. It was up to you whether you were on the poster or or, or out of the space because he was, he was going. And, like, Wemby is a, is a physical freak that we have never seen before. Because he's a giraffe that can shoot and play with some muscle. So, like, I got his point, but the, the, what, because your blood was so funny. So funny. Shaq will be studied for decades to come because what would Shaq do in 2024? Like, would he have to oh. shoot threes? Would he have to shoot threes? Like, there, Shaq is on a list of younger sport fans won't get him. Like, I'm sure Herschel Walker might be that discussion for a football player or Earl Campbell because the running back position slowly fading away a little bit. Baseball, I don't think Bond, Bonds is kind of close to that. I feel like it's more like a pitcher who would actually throw complete games. It's going to be Marvel that, like, nine innings <laughs> in a game? What? <laughs> like, Nolan Ryan, I guess, is like the one that's... Like, three games? Nolan Ryan's the one that's popping my head. There are going to be people we marvel at of the evolution of sports, and I just want to give that shout-out to them last night of how great they played. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely... You needed some NBA because there's nothing else going on, and they were there for you. Very, very cool stuff. I'm excited about tonight's NBA because the Knicks play again. Uh, underdogs, very excited about that. But, yeah, it's it, it does – It did the in-season tournament work in a way? Like, as much as I like mocking the Lakers because they hung banners and they, they've played like doo-doo since they hung a banner, but, like, as much as we were we were mocking the NBA, but we were paying attention to the NBA. Like, so, so I think it – in a, it needs to be tweaked. It's not right the way it's done, but it worked because it got our attention. Negative attention is still attention. And now, because we wouldn't be having these NBA conversations until after the Super Bowl. Maybe the down week between you know the championship and, and the Super Bowl. But like a lot of these NBA conversations we're having, they are they're amped up a little bit because the Knicks are better. But we and because we are now your home for the Knicks in the Capital Region, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty, but. Uh, I also found out today on my drive-in, I sent you a picture, that uh, Wise Potato Chips are the uh, a proud sponsor of the Knicks. Whoa! I'm, I'm, now, hey. I'm now a big cheese doodle guy. Um, I'm, I was always a big cheese doodle guy, but now I feel better about it. <laughs> um, but it's I, I think everybody's a little more in tune because we started paying attention to that stupid tournament. So if they can make that tournament make sense to, to everyone, or at least the majority, we could be on to something. But then again, if every year it's like the Lakers, oh, you won the tournament, the end season, you hung a banner, and now you played like doo-doo. I mean, nobody's going to want to win the damn thing anymore. No, that's exactly right. You know what? That kind of leads to my play of the day tonight. This whole NBA talk and the evolution and how people want to get hyped up. One of my favorite plays the last few years was a Friday or Saturday night game with a young team at home because it feels like a marquee game. And usually not the best team in the league, but a middle of the road. This feels like a bigger crowd, more adrenaline, more excitement. The Pacers at home against the Hawks spreads three and a half. Indiana basketball fans are not... I already mentioned Hoosiers, so I feel like now I have to take this game. So give me the Pacers, three and a half at home against a Hawks team, five games below 500. I feel like this might be a double bet. What I mean is you take uh, the Pacers with the spread and then later in the game just hammer the money line. Like if they play really well in the first quarter, see what number you're getting during the game and bet them up to like nine and a half. So double play there for the Pacers because I think it could be blowout city for that home game tonight.
with Indiana and Tyrese Halliburton, one of the stars who's emerging this season in the NBA. I, uh, because, all right, so we did fantasy versus reality. I gave you three NFL plays there. I'm going to stick with my theme, who wants it more and who's better. I don't know if the Texans want it more, but they're better. I think the Texans are just better. So I'm going to go with the uh, the 8-15 NFL game tomorrow night as my play of the day for today. I'm going to take the Houston Texans, minus one and a half. They open as a point and a half dog. They've been bet. It's a full three-point swing. They cross zero. If you if you ever talk to, like, diehard sports bettors, one of the, like, like the, you know, don't step on a crack, break your mama back thing, whatever, is crossing zero. They don't like to cross zero. It just, it's, it, they feel like suckers when they do it and they're wrong. So the fact that we've got a full three point swing and we cross zero in it, I think, I think the Houston Texans are the right side of this one. So give me the Texans. I'll lay the point and a half. Um, I, I definitely am going to dabble with the Ravens. I just, I think the Steelers, I think the Steelers aren't good enough. And I think that the Ravens will do just enough to like that reputation. Like they're, the, the Ravens are the modern day Raiders. Like back in the day, like I was, like, I, I know I kind of compared Man Campbell to this, but like, don't they have that like Madden feel of like, yeah, we're, people think we, we're, we play dirty. What are you going to do about it? Like, that's, that's kind of like the way the Ravens feel. So, like, I can see the Ravens going, like, yeah, sure, we didn't play Lamar. We didn't play this. We didn't play OBJ, didn't play whatever. However, we're still better than you. Our second team is better than the Steelers' first team. And I think they'll they'll go ahead and handle business. I kept these two in the holster. I was going to use them for Sunday, but I'm going to use them right now before we close out the show involving the Houston Texans. One. Well, you can't. You, if you save them for Sunday, you wouldn't have them. That's exactly why I'm using them right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is, Goss forgot that he wanted to talk about these two until he heard LeVac do it. This is the first time the Texans have played a game not at 1 o'clock this season. That's my first stat on the Texans. That's a real stat. This is the first non-1 o'clock game for the Houston Texans. I could have sworn they played on a Thursday night. Nope. Weekend game. Maybe that's a better way to clarify that. The first weekend game before somebody yells at me about Thursday night. Second one. Don't they feel like Mr. Saturday night? Because it feels like anytime the Houston Texans have been in the postseason, especially for the super wild card round, they always stick them in that Saturday 430 window. You know what's one of the more underrated playoff games of the last 15 years, maybe of all time? Remember when the Texans played the Bills, Levac a few years ago? And that game was back and forth and back and forth. And during the game, I wish it would have a nickname where we all kind of just made up the rules about kickoffs. If you remember that game, that Texans-Bills game, maybe something bizarre. That's why I'm staying away from both these games. But I feel like something weird's going to happen to Texans-Colts. So the Texans kick returner has the ball in the end zone, and he kind of just, like, is lethargic, and he, like, kind of just, like, jogging and just drops the ball. And the Bills recover it for a touchdown. They're like, well, he kind of gave himself up. But yeah, but he didn't take a knee. Yeah, but he kind of – I mean, we all know, right? Like, we all know – Right. It was one of the weirdest plays. We all accepted it. Right. So I would pr- predict bizarre in Texans, Colts, and uh, Steelers, Ravens. Uh, gosh, I do like your point about the Ravens are just far better than Pittsburgh at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I've, I, I love, I love talking football, I, I, and I'm, I'm ready to do more and more of it. But that's why I play of the day. I save that. I save the Texans, and I just something about that Ravens in this game. Just, I'm really hoping that everybody. Everybody, like, as we get closer, because basically what, what you're also looking for, and this is what I've been taught, is your your sharps, your smart betters will bet early. So you see the line move early, and that's usually the people who go, oh, that line's wrong, and then they bet it because they because they're this is what they do. When the line really starts moving day of game, a lot of times that's usually Joe Public. So I think 
that you're going to see that Baltimore line move a lot tomorrow. I think there's gonna be a, you might be able to get Pittsburgh minus four. I think it's minus three right now. I think minus three, you're still good to go. But if you get Pittsburgh minus four, minus five, dump cash on it, in my opinion. Because I don't think Baltimore wants them in the postseason. I'll be saying this from now until Sunday. I really, truly feel confident in this. It happens every year. Week one of the season, we tell you, the easiest thing doesn't happen. The worst team projecting the NFL usually not just wins, but cover, excuse me, covers and sometimes wins that game. Week 17 slash week 18 now, that same storyline. What seems to be the most obvious thing we think is going to happen in week 18 might not be so obvious. Now, that's more about the 1 and 4 o'clock games on Sunday. I know we touched on a few of those throughout the show today. Just that's my piece of advice when you're wagering this weekend. If it seems too obvious, <laughs> have that same mentality you might have had in week 9, week 5, and week 1 into week 18. Bring that same energy, as the kids say. Oh, man. I, I'm just, I love it. I, I hate that we're this close to the end of the NFL season, Like, but I love, this is that part where, Man, I can't wait till my team is actually in the mix again. Oh, I think we're close. I think we're close. Um, I also love uh, this morning, I got to wave to everybody over at USX Pest Control. I was over at the building. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, saw everybody getting a big wave, hopped in the truck, and ran and did the other 60 things I do in the morning. But it's just, it's it's funny because we really, really have started to enjoy the people at USX Pest Control almost as much as the service. And not as much as the service because the platinum package is freaking amazing. It's like hitting the easy button on keeping... Um, rodents and pests out of your house i got the non-exclusion non-chemical exclusion package where they go and just seal your house up and then we both have the platinum package where they come through once a month and like gosh you said look i noticed i heard something something's going on in the attic they go up they go oh it's this they got in through this it's this it's a common problem we can fix it love 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 what us x pest control can do for us now if you're listening to this on demand this weekend saturday or sunday and you're potentially snow blowing outside or shoveling snow be careful when you walk back in your house maybe that garage has a little hole you didn't notice before maybe that attic has been sitting up there since 2022 and you haven't checked it out now's the time to call usx pest control when you walk back in right now from shoveling and snow blowing tell the wife tell the girlfriend roommates hey maybe we should get this checked out become a member platinum package whatever fits it bets for you usx pest control levac and i know from experience our homes are safe Great crew's been taking care of us. Now the same could happen for you in 2024. Schedule that for inspection today, usxpest.com. Uh, we will see everybody Sunday, 11 a.m. over at Rivers. Good luck on all your wagers, unless you wager against me, and then you will crash and burn. Um, <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Guys, hit that beautiful button.